Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben & Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. What is the relationship between functional medicine and gynecology? A really interesting question. I know. That's why I asked today's guest, Dr. Wendy Trubo, to tell us all about it. Dr. Wendy Trubo has a thriving practice at Five Journeys, and she is passionate about helping women optimize their health and their lives. Through her struggles with mold and metal toxicity, celiac disease, and many other health issues, Dr. Wendy has developed a deep sense of compassion as well as expertise for what her patients are facing, and she helps them get through it every single day. She is the co-author of the book, Dirty Girl, Ditch the Toxins, Look Great, and Feel Freaking Amazing, and I cannot wait to share this interview with you. Food Heals Nation. But first, I know you love freebies as much as I do. So let me tell you about a current freebie offer that I scored for you. It's from my friends at Organifi. You know, I love their green juice. You know, I love their red juice. You know, I love their glow. Harmony. All of their products are delicious and formulated with really high standard, high quality ingredients. So I could not be more excited to tell you that between May 13th 
and May 25th only, you can get a free pure 14 count travel pack with the purchase of two glow. You know that your best complexion starts on the inside. That's why this refreshing blend supports your body's innate collagen production. It is my vegan collagen go-to. Whenever anyone asks me, Ali, what do you do for collagen? I say, I can't do collagen because it's not plant-based. Well, guess what? This is my plant-based collagen. It promotes a brighter, radiant skin. It boosts hydration and nourishes your skin with 13 clinically studied superfoods. I gave it to my girlfriends when they were in town and because I had two people visiting back to back. It was crazy town. I had I had two weekends of fun Nashville times and we needed a lot of recovery. So we did a lot of glow because we wanted to wake up glowing the next morning and radiant for the day, right? So I love my glow. My girlfriends loved it too. The core benefits of glow are that it supports and promotes collagen production and it supports and promotes healthier, brighter, glowing skin, hydration, and it nourishes your skin from the inside out. It provides five times the moisture of hyaluronic acid. That is because of the tremella mushroom. Now, I know what you're thinking. Allie, what does it taste like? This is like, I call it the strawberry lemonade. That was my initial taste testing. But you know what they call it? The raspberry lemonade. So what I'd like you to do is get your glow on and tell me what you think. Vote. Is it raspberry or is it strawberry? Because I tasted strawberry. Does that mean that my taste buds are off? I don't know. Um, They call it raspberry. So tell me what you think. It's definitely a berry lemonade. So great for the kids too, right? So Food Heals Nation, you know what to do. Go to Organifi.com slash Food Heals and use the coupon code Food Heals. You get 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash food heals and use the coupon code food heals to get 20% off your order. And of course, don't forget to claim your freebies and get your free pure, which is their 14 count travel packs, which are immunity boosting and good for digestion. So go get your 20% off at Organifi.com slash food heals coupon code food heals. Get your glow on and get your free travel packs as well. All right, next up, my interview with Dr. Wendy Trubeau. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. All right, please welcome Dr. Wendy Trubeau to the show. Dr. Wendy, I'm so excited to have you today. Me too. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so you're a functional medicine gynecologist. You've got an amazing story. You've got an amazing book. I know you have a freebie that we're going to talk about at the end, but I would love for you to tell Food Heals Nation a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. So I was trained conventionally as an OBGYN because I I really fell in love with caring for women and all the different aspects of their lives. And so I went into OBGYN and forgot the part about how I wasn't really someone who was meant to be in a high stress environment and up all night and working for 36 hours. And like, those weren't factors that I took into my thought process when I became, chose like, okay, we're going into OB. Right. Right. Like who thinks about that stuff? Maybe now, maybe people do, but then it was like, well, I love doing it. It's interesting. It's, I'm never going to be bored. Let's hit it. So I went into OB and loved it. And it was really bad for my health. And I, disco- I, I became a patient of functional medicine in mm. 2005, which was how I discovered functional medicine. Actually, it was 2006. And that's because I was diagnosed with celiac disease, which is basically the end result of an autoimmune reaction to gluten. Okay. Yes. And so I got that diagnosis. And then it opened my eyes to like, holy smokes, there are really cool ways to get to the root cause of what's going on for people. And and sort of why I went into surgical subspecialty was because I felt like, oh, I want to do that. Like, I should be doing that. That was my response to functional medicine. Like, I should be doing that. Yeah. And so it took me a couple of years to make the switch. But in 2000, let's think, 2008, I woke up one day and I said to my husband, that's it. I have to leave my job. And he's like, okay, <laughs> God love him. You know, we had, we had opened a functional medicine practice and, and he wasn't yet getting a salary, but I was like, I got to go. I got to come on board with you. That's it. And he okay, said, okay, yeah. we'll figure it out. And, and in medicine, you have to give three months notice anyway. So I gave, oh really? Yeah. So I gave notice on December 1st. It was the weekend after my high school reunion. I told everyone I was leaving my job, gave notice December 1st. It was a Monday, you know, had my letter ready. 
Tuesday morning, what did I learn? Hmm. What? That I was pregnant with our third child. <laughs> Good timing, kid. <laughs> and I was like, what have I done? <laughs> right? <laughs> Leave my paid job for my unpaid job. <laughs> And I said to my husband, should I rescind it? And he's like, no, honey, everything's going to work out. It'll be fine. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it was. I mean, I guess it always is, right? You know, so Mm -hmm. that was my sort of dive into functional medicine. And fast forward to this past 13 years where I've really expanded from, okay, my focus is gut health because I was a gut person to obviously women's care. I always had that and bioidentical hormones. But then over the last three, four years, I've really gotten into toxins because they're everywhere. We can't get away from them. And it sent me into health crisis number two after an exposure. So it was personal. You know, it's always personal, at least for me. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I know your bio says that you had struggled with mold, heavy metal toxicity, and celiac. And I would love to hear more about the mold and the metal toxicity as well, because um, I know that's something that a lot of people struggle with and they don't know what they're dealing with. And so I would love to hear about how you found out, what you did about it, and how you're doing now. And then I absolutely want to get into what a functional medicine gyno does, because we know what gynos do. We know what functional medicine doctors do. So putting these together is really, really exciting for me, and I'm sure many of our (laughs) listeners. But yeah, take us back um, through your health scare and what you did to heal yourself and how we can find out if we have these metals or mold toxicities present in our bodies. Sure. Well, I can, I pretty much guarantee you've got something because you live on this earth. (laughs) Like if you live, if you live on the earth, you've got something. And, and the hard part, which really difficult is that my initial symptoms happened when I turned 48 And 48 is deep in the throes of perimenopause. So my initial response was to say, God, perimenopause is terrible. Right, of course. (laughs) This is the worst, right? The problem was that none of my labs matched up with a perimenopausal problem. My hormones were fine. My thyroid was fine. My adrenals were fine. My gut was pretty good. Like, look, I'm a celiac. My gut's never good. My gut was pretty good. On testing, me. <laughs> and, right. and so I was really stumped. So let me back up. When I was 48, my neighbor took his post-war house down. And I live in Massachusetts in Newton. And we're like on top of each other. So it's about 15 feet from the edge of my house to the edge of his house. So he takes mm-hmm. his house down. And I know there's lead because we took our house down. It's the, the post-war houses all had lead paint in them. So, yep. so- the same thing happened to me, by the way, about a year and a half ago oh. in LA or maybe two years, they took their house down. And I mean, I was never sick and I was like, what's going on? And I had toxic mold. So I had to get the heck out of there. Yep. So I'm with you. Yep. Okay. Get out of dodge. Continue. So, yes. so he takes his house down and I'm like, oh, we're all getting exposed to lead. It's the dead of summer. Okay. I'm like, shut the windows. My family's right. like, what's wrong with you? It's hot. And I'm like, we'll turn the air on. Wait, we can't turn the air on because that'll pull the air in. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the height of Meshugana. So we have this exposure and I legit promptly forgot about it. I just sort of, I was like, yep, yeah, I knew it happened. But about over the next few months, my hair loss really got very noisy to the point where about four months later, my hairdresser finally said, yes, your hair is thinning. And I was like, darn perimenopause, Ugh, hormones, having forgotten about the lead exposure. Okay, right, right. Totally, like just sort of blanked it out. Fast forward another five months, we went on the trip of a lifetime and it got switched around a little because we went to France and we're supposed to go to Notre Dame, but but Notre Dame burned down the week before we got there. So the week after oh, right. we get there, they're like still putting, they put the fire up, but they're like reinforcing it. And, and so we didn't get to go to Notre Dame, but what we did get was a whole bunch of dust. And the month after I came home from France, my hair loss went from being a problem to a really big problem. I gained almost 10 pounds and I had this killer rash on my face. Like, you know, if it were on my elbow, who cares, right? But it's on my face. Sure, yeah. (laughs) And we weren't wearing masks at the time, so everyone could see it. So it's really a problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm really going crazy because I'm like, what's going on with me? And... 
I spent the summer doing more testing on myself. And I, I, I actually had sent in my mycotoxins test right before we went to Notre Dame and got it back the month we came home. But I was mm -hmm. like, I know I have mycotoxins, but that's, I, I, something happened, you know, I, that's an acute exposure. So I started treating the mycotoxins over the summer after coming back from Notre Dame. But at the end of the summer, I hear this report on the radio that they just figured out that when Notre Dame burned down, it released 500 tons of lead dust into the air. Oh, wow. And I went, lead dust, lead I was there. I got sick when I came back. I got a lead exposure. Wait, I got that other lead exposure. You know, it's like the lights go on. Mm -hmm. And so I did the test and, and, you know, we get all these tests in functional medicine. So I've done everything on myself, but I, I had done the heavy metals test a couple of years before, and it was just mildly positive. And knowing now what I didn't know then, I should have gone crazy at that point. The, mm -hmm. the problem is I just didn't know that much about it. And so this time when I did the test, my lead was up 25%. And I went, oh, this is a, this is a problem. Like clearly a problem. I was a little bit positive. Now I'm up 25%. And I had already started to treat some patients and understand that what you see is not always what you really have. Mm -hmm. And that there's this underlying, it's often worse than it appears, like the tip of the iceberg. Oh, great. Right? <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> so, so I, I was already treating the mycotoxins with four different binders. And by the way, that made a huge difference in my gut health because mm. even without gluten, I was still an irritable person gut wise, you know, like, okay, today we're going to have constipation tomorrow. We're going to have diarrhea today. The next day we'll have bloating. You know, it was like a little Russian roulette of what kind of symptom are we going to have today? Right. And what was really cool was that treating the mycotoxins my and, and my gluten exposures used to be terrible. So I never ate out in the past because if I ate out, I would, if I got exposed, which I always did, I, I live in Boston, there's no gluten-free places. It's all contaminated. So the contamination would sort of send me down for anywhere from six to 12 weeks with brain fog and gut dysfunction and mood issues. And so it wasn't worth it. I just always ate at home. Mm -hmm. But I noticed that after starting the mycotoxins treatment, my gut lability, the sensitivity got way less. So I was like, wait, I had an exposure and I was only sick for two weeks. Huh. And then it was only 10 days and then it was 24 hours. And now I'm down to like six to 12 hours of a little bit of headache, some irritability, and I'll call it a flush, <laughs> a gut flush, <laughs> a gut flush. Okay. <laughs> so that was a huge, amazing side effect. But uh, fast forward a little bit. I'm in the treatment for mycotoxins. I get the lead results. I'm like, okay, mercury is mildly positive. Lead is positive. We're treating. So I treat. And then halfway through the treatment, the first six weeks of the treatment, I was like, God, I've been hit by a truck. I can't even do anything. I'm going to bed at 8.30 at night. I'm so tired. And it's- And what was the treatment? I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's a great question. The The treatment is multifaceted. So one facet is- and, and this is assuming that you're working on what I'll call the foundations of your health. You exercise, eat well, don't, don't act like a stress ball, have good relationships, your gut's in reasonably good health. That's assuming mm -hmm. you do the basics. Then okay. it's, it's bind the toxin, the metals with specific binders. It's improve the liver's ability and the body's ability to move toxins with things like glutathione, okay. alpha-lipoic acid, vitamin C, NAC, sauna, sweating, phase one and phase two, liver foods, like a whole long list of stuff. And then the last leg of that is making sure you replace what's pulled out during the detox because it pulls out minerals and nutrients in addition to pulling out the metals. Okay. So it's like a cost, customized controlled detox that you're doing and you felt like a truck hit you. Yes. I was okay. <laughs> so, I was like, oh my God, I'm fatigued. And six weeks in, I said to my husband, you know, with that little hair flip, honey, I think my metals are gone because <laughs> I feel amazing. <laughs> and he's like, okay. I said, but I, this is the worst. This is so awful. I said, I'm going to do the rest of the program so that my patient, I really understand what my patients are going through because I put people on it, but I want to experience it. So I do the whole program. It's 12 weeks long for the first time. And then I retest and guess what? My metals were like four times as high. 
what? <laughs> I, know. I was like, well, I guess I really need to improve my liver's ability to move these toxins along. You know, remember, if you have these problems in the first place, it's because you have cruddy detox. And so you have to amp up the system so it starts to move things along. Right. Assist the body in the detoxification process. Yeah. And don't get exposed. Yeah, that too. Don't continue exposure. So side note, plug for getting your mercury silver fillings out. If you have them, they're 50% mercury by weight. They never stop off-gassing. And every time you eat, drink, chew something, brush your teeth, they off-gas more mercury into your body that you breathe in and swallow. Yep. I'm so glad I got mine removed about 15 years ago. They are out. (laughs) You're way ahead of me. I was like, I didn't know this, right? What you don't know, you don't know. So I said to the dentist, I don't know if I want to get them taken out. It's like disruptive. Right. It's scary. Yeah. And she said to me, that's, she said to me all those things I just said. And I was like, oh, get them out. Get them out. The, the mycotoxins companies recommend you retest at about like six months to see impact on treatment. And I have found that that's usually way too soon that what you see at six months is this huge increase similar to the metals. You see this huge increase in mycotoxins because you're mobilizing them. It's good news. I say to people, you're moving them, but they're not gone yet. So I, uh, but I retested at six months just to see what was going on. And I said, well, you know, they have these other tests for environmental toxins and pesticides. It's all the same test. So let's do that all at once because I can I can do one sample. I find it really challenging to get myself organized around doing the sample. So I can do one sample and it's all the things and let's do that. <laughs> you know, ignorance is bliss. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, great, great. Not only do I have mycotoxins, uh, but I also have all these different toxins in me like gasoline fumes, nail polish, nail polish, chemicals, beauty products, plastics, styrene, uh, lubricants, finishers, not lubricants like sexual lubricants, lubricants like industrial lubricant stuff, paints, VOCs, Mm -hmm. a couple of different pesticides. And I looked at my husband and I said, I am such a dirty girl. <laughs> and then, I sense a book title coming, Can right? And then I and I did like this double double point, and I went, and that's the book we're gonna write because <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I am really careful. You know, we've been organic for many years. I don't drink alcohol for many years. I don't eat sugar for many years. But I have all of this. So if I have all this, and I'm so careful, what does everyone else have? They need right. to get the word out. We need to get the word out. We got to write this book. Okay. So, so there we go. Just like that. Okay. <laughs> so you're in the process of healing and you're like realizing everyone has this or some form of this. And I'm the same way because I'm super careful, but one of the things I compromise on is my nail polish, mm-hmm. right? Even though everything that I buy is non-toxic or toxin-free, organic, vegan, as much as I can, there are still products that are getting into my system in some way, shape, or form. And there's only so much we can control. Okay. So tell me about the book and what we're some of the things that you uh, discovered and are now helping people do with their own health? Yeah, it's it's been really impactful. So what I discovered is all the different ways in which we're being exposed and the futility of, of expecting perfection. And I think that's really important for people to hear because yeah. there's no perfection except on the Hollywood screen. <laughs> and even there, you know, it's fake. I hope. I hope they know. Well, it's fake. Right? It looks perfect. But right, in our right. lives, there's only trial and error and consistent process improvement. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, look, I've been in this game for th- almost four years now, and I continue to screw things up mm-hmm. because that's how it goes, you know? get whitewashed, greenwashed, whatever it's called, where you buy something. You're like so psyched, this new product, you see it, you're all excited. And then you, you use it, you get it home and you go, oh, wait, wait, this isn't that clean actually. Oops. Right. Because what happened is like all of these things got trendy. And so every marketer Mm -hmm. jumped on the trend. And when something says, you know, a product says natural, 
Natural means absolutely nothing. It can be a chemical shitstorm, but you put some green trees on there and the word natural and uh, a, a, a lay person is going to go, well, this looks good and healthy when it's absolutely full of crap. So it really is so important to be discerning when it comes to our products. And so what are some of the ways that we can be discerning? Great question. The first thing, so the first thing that I try to do all the time when I'm buying something new is go to, um, Environmental Working Group is my go-to. I know a lot of people use the Think Dirty app, but I like EWG. I love them both. Yeah. So, so use one of them to either search by, by ingredient or search by that product to see if it's been reviewed. And, you know, every once in a while you'll actually do it right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Every once in a while, like there was some, what did I have? Oh, it was Physician's Formula uh, Bronzer that okay. I got years ago. And I really liked it. It's a powder. And I, I mean, this is before I discovered EWG. And so once I went on this kick and all my beauty products got the, got the close look, I looked mm-hmm. it up and I was like, oh, it's actually rated, highly rated. Okay, cool. Right? So right. every once in a while, you'll get something right. But on the majority of it, I needed to level up. So I think it's important to talk about leveling up as opposed to perfection. So wherever you start, yes. the best time to level up on something is when you're running out of it because you spent the money on it. It's not supposed to be, oh my God, I just spent $10,000 on all new products. No, it's over the course of one, two, three years, as you run out of things, that's the time to level up and look look for something that's significantly cleaner than what you're using so that you can have a big jump in lack of exposure. And I actually, I find a kind of a joy in it. So if I'm walking around the store, you know, I know a lot of my products, but maybe you're out of town or you're trying to look for something new. I I think it's fun to take the phone and get the app and whether it's ewg.org or the Think Dirty app and look at the different products that are being kind of um, shown as green or shown as natural and check them. And you'd be surprised some of the products that don't look so green are cleaner than the ones that do look so green. And so I think it's kind of fun Mm -hmm. to make those discoveries and then, um, you know, try a new product that maybe you wouldn't have tried before. Yeah. I think it's really important to keep an open mind and, and not focus on being perfect Mm because we're not perfect. We're perfectly imperfect. Absolutely. All right, Food Heals Nation, I'm here with Tina Anderson from Just Thrive Health. Um, Tina, so in the past two years, we're really seeing the number of people affected by things like celiac disease and wheat allergies and sensitivities and gluten allergies and sensitivities. This is on the rise. It's rising quickly and dramatically. So if we're trying to reduce our gluten intake, what can we do to support a gluten-free or a gluten-light diet? And why is that so important when it comes to healing our gut as well? Yeah, um, great question, Allison. And I think the important thing is that there's actually not one person out there that doesn't have some sensitivity to gluten. Even though we th- we don't notice it outwardly, we know that gluten is actually um, very offensive to our gut lining, which causes you know a lot of problems for people in the first place. So I would definitely encourage people to eat as gluten free as possible. Um, and then another great solution would be to take our gluten away, just thrives gluten away product, which has a really, really key enzyme in it called tolerase G. And this enzyme actually breaks down. It cuts the gluten molecules down in the stomach before it ever even gets to the intestines and into like a non-toxic, non-toxic levels. So, um, we definitely would recommend, um, that you take it before a meal. And it's a, it's just a great product to have on hand. It's not a replacement. I would never, you know, tell people to take it in, um, and then just go ahead and eat gluten. It's more to take it in case of that accidental exposure to gluten, which if you have celiac could be very, you know, it could, it could be deadly even if you have some exposure to gluten. Right. Okay. So it's not an excuse to eat gluten, but it's kind of something that you can do when that may occur. I appreciate that very much. And I know it's so important for the healing of our gut. So Food Heals Nation, you can check this out at Just Thrive Help. Dot com, get your gluten away on and use the coupon code FOODHEALS15. You'll save 15% off. Thanks, Tina. Thank you, Allison. 
Okay, so the book is Dirty Girl, Ditch the Toxins, Look Great, and Feel Freaking Amazing. I love that. And so you wrote the book, you're healing yourself. When did you get to the point of I'm better or I'm going to live with this and I'm going to live with it in this way? Like what point are you at now from all of those health issues and toxicities? Yeah, great question. So I went from having four mycotoxin strains to having two mycotoxin strains at a much lower lo- lower level. So I I still do do the four binders in the morning because I'm like, this is just good for me. And if I'm going to do binders for two strains, I'm like, it's not a huge difference or huge lift to do all four because it's adding in chlorella. I do chlorella, charcoal, clay, and cholesteramine in the morning. So okay, great. Those so those are the binders that grab yeah. the toxins and flush them out. Correct. Correct. The right. mycotoxins in particular, which is the mold tox, mold puts out toxins in your body. So that grabs those. Uh, it also has some overlap and synergy with the heavy metals too, like chlorella is good for it. Charcoal is good for it. So there's some, you know, added benefit, like a twofer. Okay, great. And So um, you do those daily. I okay. do those daily. I'm still working on getting rid of my metals. So my mercury was really difficult to get rid of. My lead is gone. My mercury is on its way out. Uh, so, I'm, Well, isn't the half-life like thousands of years? Like, tell me about that. Why is it so hard? <laughs> well, it, well, it's hard for a million reasons. One, I just got my fillings out a few months ago. So I was okay, continuing cool. to be exposed, which is the height of, of insanity. Okay. I acknowledge <laughs> that. I, it was just my blind spot. I was like, I'm not ready to get these out. But then when I was ready, I was like, these are coming out now right now. Right. Sure. So, so I wasn't ready for many years. And so I continued to be exposed and these tests, they're really good. They're not the Holy grail gold standard. There's nothing that can say, okay, this is exactly how much you have. So there's some fluctuation between testing, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it'll be higher than others. And you'd be like, cool. I'm making progress. You know, you've made progress when it's consistently lower. You know, like over time you've treated and you're significantly under eight, which is our cutoff on the testing and it stays okay. there. And then you retest in six to 12 months to make sure it stayed and that it wasn't just a false, false positive because it is hard to get rid of them. Um, so I'm almost, I'm done with the lead. I'm almost done with the mercury. And then the environmental toxins have had some huge shifts. I stopped pumping my own gas. That was a great excuse. You know, I was like, honey, these levels are really high. This is the funniest mm-hmm. conversation between my husband and I. I said to him, my, <laughs> my levels are really high for gasoline fume additives, gasoline fuel additives. So I'm going to stop pumping my gas. Now, remember, well, not remember, I'm going to tell you, we, last year during COVID, we decided that, well, we might as well finish our basement since we're like stuck at home and we have four kids. So we're going to finish our basement because we really need the extra space. And mm-hmm. when we do that, we're going to put an infrared sauna in. Mm. So we, we finished our basement, bought a sauna. This was instead of my 50th birthday trip to Italy. We did all this. So, <laughs> so we do this. And I said to him, I'm going to stop pumping my own gas. And normally we go to Costco and it's cheaper and we pump it ourselves. And he said to me, but it's more expensive. (laughs) And I said, (laughs) you're totally right. It is more expensive, but you're going to have to decide which cost you want to pay less, right? You're going to either pay the cost of increased gas price, or you're going to pay the cost of these toxins in your body and the impact that they have. And since I've been so messy from a health standpoint, I personally want to prevent adding anything more to the mix. So I'm going to go get my gas pumped. If you want to drive to Costco, have at it. And he was like, oh, I didn't really think about that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like pay now or pay later. Pay with your money or pay with your life. Yes. So And I said to him, honey, we've spent all this money to get these toxins out of me. Like, let's not retox. Let's just continue detoxing. (laughs) So so the gasoline fume additives, the nail polish, the plastics, I'm actually waiting for my most recent test to come back. But the last time I checked, which was about a year ago, um, a couple of them had gone way up, which was good news, you know, because it's mobilizing. And then a bunch of them were gone. It was really cool to watch. So amazing. It's amazing to watch over time. And so 
I just keep, you know, keep watching and checking. And it's, it's not possible to have zero exposure because we live on this earth and we're exposed. You know, you buy a new computer, there's off gassing in the plastic. So right. It's you paint your house or you move into a new place. I just moved into a new place, freshly painted. I was airing it out for days. I was like, Oh my God, what is this going to do to me? Yeah. So actually when people say that, what I always say to them is close all the windows, get out, get out of Dodge, right? Don't live there for a couple of days, bake it, get it up to like 80 plus degrees with the windows closed for about a week. And that'll help off gas it faster. Cause it, cause did it not know that. Yeah. Okay. Bake, bake your place. <laughs> <laughs> so then do you bake it and then open the windows? Yes. Like how does it get out? Once yeah. it's baked? Okay. You okay. bake it. So it all kind of goes faster. And then you do that for like a week and then you open the windows and let it out for a few, few days. And that should significantly help with the off gassing from the paint. Um, and also Amazing. if you are looking at painting Sherwin Williams and Benjamin Moore all routinely have low or no VOC paints and, you know, definitely select those. Like don't even get the regular VOC. Exactly. You don't have to anymore. They are prevalent. Super easy. Okay. So thank you for that. So you have your practice, five journeys. And essentially if someone comes to you and they say, I've got health problems, I don't know what to do. What is the first thing that you advise? Is it taking certain tests based on certain symptoms and then creating a treatment detox protocol based on their individual needs? Like how does it work at your practice? Yeah. Great question. 99% of the time, I mean, functional medicine start with the gut. So 99% of the time someone strolls in and has a whole laundry list of issues, what we're starting with is let's fix your gut. Now I reserve, and gut, adrenals, food sensitivities, sleep, stress, exercise, relationships. That's the foundation of all health. We can't, we can't sidestep that. Now, having said that, I had a patient who rolled in yesterday, uh, last week. And I have a patient who's coming tomorrow for a first consult and sent me like a 14 page list of all of her issues. So, I mean, so (laughs) what's about right. Yeah. Right. So people people who are really sick, my patient last week had breast cancer, aggressive breast cancer at age 31. And Mm -hmm. my patient tomorrow has mold issues. When people come in and they are what I'll call screaming with toxins. Yeah. I flip the narrative because they're in crisis and we need to really get down and dirty as fast as we can. But okay. that doesn't mean we don't do it. Uh, like the the patient with cancer actually had great gut function and great adrenal function. Like she was okay except for this cancer thing. And I was like, we need to deal with your toxins. So for her, we flipped the narrative. But typically the toxins evaluation is step two. We fix your gut, we fix fix how you're sleeping, your adrenals, your stress response, and then and your minerals, nutrients, hormones, and then we deal with the toxins. Because okay. otherwise people are mad at me because they feel worse. And I don't want to make them feel worse. They they should they, I want them to say that I've never felt better. You know. Right. Well, I do warn people about, you know, my experience in detoxing is you're going to feel like a million bucks, but the toxins are going to affect you when they come out. So you're going to feel way worse before you feel better. And then you're going to feel better than you've ever felt in your life. So just something to look forward to while you're going through the shit part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So people come in and you do the testing, you put them on the healing protocol. Tell me about the gynecologist aspect of it. What is the holistic or functional medicine perspective when it comes to gynecology and what is different about it? Yeah, I w- it's, it's really awesome actually, because what we're looking at is essentially throwing out the conventional wisdom that you're supposed to suffer as you get older. And as you get older, right. everything fails and you're supposed to be a fat, hairless, sexless blob, right? Right. <laughs> so I reject that. I don't agree with that. Our practice says you're meant to be vital, vibrant, healthy, alive, able to be, and interested in intimacy until you're at least 100. I love that. And I totally agree. Yeah. That's the goal. And so from a, so of course we're doing all the routine, you know, your gut, your adrenals, your hormones, your minerals, nutrients, your toxins. And then the added layer of it is, is there anything we need to balance out so that your hormones are well cared for? You know, menopause isn't in and of itself a pathologic state, right? Like it's a natural progression. It's what happens. Mm-hmm. So I say to women, you know, I'm not looking to replace your hormones so that you feel they're at the level of when you were 20. That's not the goal. The goal is to treat you at a level where your brain works, your boobs don't hurt, 
you're you're not having funky bleeding, you're sleeping, you're not an irritable mess, that we get you balanced out. But but the caveat is your hormones are completely dependent on your adrenal health when you're menopausal. So you have to deal with the adrenals because, you know, it's like if you're a stress ball and that's completely undoing everything, the best supplements in the world are not going to make a difference. Right. Exactly. So it's a multifactorial approach to that healing. Yes. Yes. And so I'm looking at, I mean, if you have a mechanical issue like a polyp, a fibroid, endometrial cancer, I don't give you supplements for that stuff. We got to deal with the mechanical issue, right? Like we have to deal with it. So I'll send you to one of my colleagues who does evaluation and surgery because I don't do that any longer. But Mm -hmm. I can help control the heavy bleeding from fibroids and I can help prevent you from getting new fibroids and reversing the ones we have as long as you're not bleeding out every month. You know, it depends how acute you are. Okay. So if someone comes to your practice, uh, Five Journeys, do they need to work with you in person or do you have online consulting on Zoom? What is, how do people work with you? Yeah. Before COVID, it was all in person. And Mm -hmm. now that COVID has happened, there's telemedicine. And so we work with people remotely. We're a membership practice. So people pay a monthly membership to belong to the practice. And then we take insurance. That's amazing that you take insurance. It's hard to find sometimes uh, functional practitioners that do take insurance. So that's awesome. Well, here, let me, let me balance that out or, or add to that to say our vision is that in our lifetime, we create enough of a groundswell that this becomes the way medicine is practiced. It should be the norm. Absolutely. I'm with you. I love that. Yeah. And in, in order to do that, we need to make it accessible for the general population. And so it's, we opted not to do a cash practice because that makes, that really makes it limited to, you have to have a lot of money, but. Right. And that's like what people say, things that like healthy to be healthy is expensive. (laughs) That can be true or false, you know, depending on what you learn and research. And right now we're telling you, okay, now you have an affordable option and they will take your insurance. So yeah. Amazing. Yep. And it helps. I mean, it makes a difference for people. Yeah. I mean, so how long have you been doing this? Because you switched, you said, hubby, I'm quitting my job, even though I'm pregnant, all the things. So how long has it been on the holistic journey versus the Western medicine journey? And I know that you do both and you'll refer people for surgery when they need it, but essentially how long has this been? I quit. I came on board in functional medicine in March of 2009. So I've just surpassed 13 years doing only functional medicine. And what are some of the things that you've seen that uh, differentiate from what you were seeing before you were in functional medicine? Right. I think I, I, God, my heart goes out to all my old colleagues and, and pretty much anyone who's in conventional practice because the system is geared to reward productivity. And, and the system is also simultaneously geared to reward checking the boxes. And the boxes include blood pressure, uh, weight, yearly diabetes screen, eye, eye exam, EKG. There's a lot of boxes to check. And that's not to say we don't check them. In order to manage all of those details, you need a lot of staff. And so then you have mm-hmm. to see a lot of patients so you can afford your staff. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you need like, basically it's like four staff to every doctor. Every doctor needs to see enough patients to feed and clothe and pay for insurance for four, three to four staff members. And, right, okay. And so that means you have to churn through patients. And so the average length of a visit is seven minutes in the United States. So what do you do wow. in seven minutes? You take a deep breath, you get your script refilled, and you leave, right? Like, that's right. it. You can't do anything. If you have a 10-minute visit, similar, 15, maybe you can deal with one issue, but doctors just can't do what they used to do, which is sort of take a deep breath, center themselves, and then dive into what's making you sick. Your illnesses are not a deficiency of all these pills, but because I have seven minutes and I can't bill if if you don't have a problem, I need to treat your problem. So I can bill more if I treat your problem with a pill. I actually get a higher code, higher reimbursement code. So uh, it's very different because we, we take an hour so for our standard memberships, we take an hour. We have, we do have a concierge program where people get an hour and a half. And mm-hmm. 
for the standard memberships, it's an hour intake and follow-ups are a half hour. So that's a very different game because it gives us the opportunity to really get to know you. And even sometimes that's not enough, but that's a much better start than if it were seven minutes. Absolutely. Yeah. And every time I've been to any type of holistic health um, practitioner in my life, it's always appointments or hours or one hour or more. And then traditional doctor's office, you're there for hours, but you're in the waiting room and then you get the seven minutes with the doctor. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, their motivations are different from yours. And it's just, are your motivations patients over profits or profits over patients? And that's just the world that we live in. I don't even think it's profit driven. I think it's survival driven. In defense of them, remember, they have four people who are relying on them who need their salaries paid. And and that's in order to meet the quality requirements. It's just, it's, it's like a rat wheel. You know, you can never quite get ahead or off of it. So I really don't necessarily think the traditional doctor is like, it's all about profit. I just think that they're stuck in a, in a paradigm that's not working. Yes, exactly. So how do we change that system? I know it's a big question, but just what are your thoughts? (laughs) Well, I think there's multiple different, uh, I don't think there's one solution to this breakdown. So it's multifactorial. So it's like building a human, right? There's a lot of things that go into building a healthy human. So when you look at what's the training that physicians are getting, they're not getting training that allows them to look past the, what's the, what's the prescription for this problem? So broadening the the perspective to look at how do we get to root cause analysis and what's prevention really? That's physician training. And then food, you know, you are what you eat. And so we need to teach people to cook and teach people to eat food that looks like real food so that a lot of chronic illness can be prevented. And that goes along with living a healthy life and eating, uh, I'm sorry, exercising, sleeping, de-stressing, having healthy relationships and and really kicking sugar and alcohol to the curb because those are extremely toxic. And then the next level is for people to generally as a population look at, well, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to take a pill for everything. I want to get to the root cause of this. Let's figure out what's underneath it and let's prevent it from happening again. So it's 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 a thorough mind shift. Yeah, it's more people doing what you're doing, more people interviewing people like you doing what you're doing so that people can understand, oh, I can take my health into my own hands with my food, with my toxic exposure, with my day-to-day lifestyle, with my thoughts, with my emotions, with my relationships, Mm -hmm. and making that change themselves. And that's just step one. And then anything is healable. Anything is possible, in my opinion. You just have to be educated and aware and understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's really all about reversing I said to someone this weekend that this past weekend, I was at the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine and I presented and did a whole bunch of events. And I, I said to them, you know, our, our job is to reverse and prevent chronic disease. Mm-hmm. That's really, and in its place, replace that with true vitality that's ongoing and, and improves over time. Um, let's talk about briefly anti-aging. I think, um, you know, that phrase is like, a buzzword, but it's really just being in our vitality for as long as possible, which is possible. But like you said earlier, we have this notion or this thought that all these horrible things happen with age and it's inevitable. But I plan, I intend fully to be the old 100 year old grandma riding her bike, going to the farmer's market. And everyone's like, God, grandma's got so much energy, you know? Right. And um, so what are some of your, I don't know, anti-aging tips or, you know, what, what would you say about that? Right. So I always say to people like aging can be challenging from an emotional standpoint, but the alternative is worse. So if you don't age, it's because you're dead. So we really want you to age. And (laughs) and so how do we create that to be a graceful process? And, And so it starts with eating amazing, organic, minimally processed food, low to no sugar. Uh, if you're going to eat something that has sugar, it's, preferentially fruit as opposed to processed sugar of any kind, right? right? People are like, oh, I use coconut sugar. I'm like, it's still sugar. You know, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're eating a muffin and it's coconut sugar in it, it's still sugar and it's still processed right. carbs. So really eliminating as much as possible processed carbs, eliminating alcohol, and then sub, uh, systematically pulling off the toxins because those will age you. Those are underlying a lot of chronic illnesses. So diabetes, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, cancer of all comers. These are all tracked back 
you can track all of them back to toxins. So getting rid of your toxins is critical. And then basics, get enough sleep, drink enough water, exercise, have a good community, feel like you belong. It's, it's important. It's the, the blue zones. Uh, I was about to say that. I'm like, this sounds like the blue zones. <laughs> right? It's Dan exactly Buechner. what Dan Buechner wrote about is, is, is exactly the blue zones. Yes. But I will say, Wendy, they allow wine at five. Is that okay on our program? <laughs> well, don't forget, they're eating basically a Mediterranean diet with almost no processed sugar. So a glass of wine, two glasses of wine drunk while you're cooking dinner is not healthy. A glass sure. of wine while sipped, while sitting with people and being in community, and you didn't eat a lot of sugar during the day, probably not a big deal. But remember, okay. that's for men. Women don't do as well with the same load of alcohol. Women need like a quarter of how much alcohol men get because we can't right. process it as well. Damn those men, all the luck they get. <laughs> spritzers, wine spritzers. <laughs> Wendy, Dr. Turbo, I just wanted you to give me permission to have a little wine because um, I do do my wine and I do my nail polish, but everything else is pretty good. Yeah. So I'm allowing myself a few small things because I do everything else yeah. so well. Yeah. But of course, if I did a functional medicine test right now, who knows if there would still be mold left over from the home I lived in for years from, you know, it's been about two years now since I, or maybe a year and a half since I lived there, um, that could absolutely still be in my system. I haven't done a formal detox for it, but like you, I take my chlorella every day. I am detoxing my body every single day, but I don't know what would happen if I took a test right now. Um, I could be full of toxins. So it's probably about time I get on the program. So uh, Food Heals Nation, if you need to get on a program, the website is fivejourneys.com. And I know that you have a free gift for Food Heals listeners. Can you tell I us do. about that? I do. Because we've talked all about toxins and ways to avoid them. We put together a non-toxic guide for healthy living that's really like, you know, how do you do this in your daily life? What's, what's a way to level up? And so it's a free yeah. guide. It's at our website, fivejourneys.com forward slash promo, P-R-O-M-O. -O, and I'm assuming you'll put it in the show notes and so people can get to that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So that is the free gift. Thank you so much. Yes. You have a podcast. Tell me about your podcast. We do. It's called the five journeys podcast, live like you matter. And we talk about everything. So, you know, we talk about toxins, but we also talk about sex and women's health and men's health and thyroid and obesity. And it's kind of whatever's really interesting. We talk about it. Yes. And all of this is interesting. So I'm sure Food Heals Nation will come over because I don't post enough episodes for them. They need all of the healthy stuff all of the time. Okay. So we've got the book, the podcast, the website, the free gift. Thank you so much. Everything is at fivejourneys.com. Anything else that you want to leave us with today? Um, I'd love people to keep in touch. I'm, all of my social is at Wendy Trubo MD. And my first name is W-E-N-D-I-E. And T R U B O W M D. And so all the socials under that. And I'd love people to like get in touch, reach out, follow, you know, because we it's it's like all about a groundswell and community. Absolutely. Well, I am following you. You are the detox doc. So I'm very excited to be connected with you and would love to have you back sometime. Thank you so much. It was great to be here. Great to have you. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben & Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately.